Hi, this is Michelle. This is Gail. Welcome to Audible Clutter. We missed last week because... I've been way too sick. I <laughs> I completely lost my voice. My voice is like ten times better than it is now. Than it was then. Now. <laughs> but yeah, you can tell I'm still kind of out of it. Yeah, but I finally got to go to the doctor, so... Yeah, it takes a lot to get me to go to the doctor sometimes. Gail is very stubborn. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if that comes through, but it's true. <laughs> um, so we're here because we missed you and hope you had a peaceful Thanksgiving, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever peace. whatever the kind of Thanksgiving you wanted, I hope you have. Because <clears throat> some people don't do families and that's <clears throat> fine. And... Yeah, we didn't do family this We haven't done family stuff in a long time. No, not really, since Sheena moved to Boston. I don't really like the eating holidays. Plus, mm. Thanksgiving is a very questionable holiday because of indigenous folk and the fact that, mm. one, it's a lie <laughs> to make <Yeah. laughs> colonists look better. <clears throat> and two, um, what a lot of people were doing this year was saying um, whose land they were living and working on. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you looked up. This is Susquehannock it, land. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Lenape Land is in New Jersey. And I couldn't figure out exactly what was in Ch- where Chicago was, but that's because mm-hmm. I didn't take a very close look. Yeah. Yeah. I think Louisville is Cherokee Land. Mm-hmm. Cherokee Park. Yeah, the Susquehannocks were a branch of something, some other tribe that got basically destroyed by the Iroquois mm-hmm. Confederation. Well, I think I remember when we used to go for up to Saratoga and stuff like that as kids. All the Iroquois and Mohawk stuff that was up in oh, yeah. New York, Upper New York up, State, upstate. upstate New York. Yeah. Plus, there's a really cool book I read recently or a couple of years ago about the Iroquois and lacrosse because mm. that there's they they still have a really really good lacrosse team. Well, yeah, because they invented it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. And, but, although they did have some trouble when they switched, when all everything got difficult after 9-11 because they didn't have, they only had tribal ID for travel. Oh. So there was a big problem. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. More restrictions, not necessarily great for everyone. No. Or nearly anyone, actually. Mm, yeah. Restrictions, not good. No. So anyway, whatever you celebrated or didn't celebrate, we hope it was what you wanted. Yes. <laughs> holidays are tough for a lot of people. Holidays are busy and crazy. And we added moving to busy and crazy, so things have been even busier and crazier this year. Yeah. Moving, don't do it as you don't have to. Don't do it with a house full of 15 years of stuff that you haven't looked at some of for 10 years. Or 15 years. There were boxes that we did not unpack when we moved into that house. And yet we've moved them again. And we have. Into a storage area. (laughs) However, we have a plan. (coughs) Yes, we're we're recondoing bit by bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not going to keep stuff in the storage area for very long. So we have downsized into a kicky urban loft. Which is very cool. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of brickwork and really dark wood, and that's very nice. I like the dark wood. Yeah, we have to hang more art. We have to hang more. Yeah, there's big and walls. Huge it's like walls. 16, 17 foot high ceiling, so that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So we can actually put my art on the wall, the big art. <laughs> the big art, because we have big art. 
Yeah, and Gail's a big fan of my art, so that's nice. Mm. I want a room where there's not so much of my art because it gets overwhelming seeing all my stuff. And mm. if anyone wants some art, <clears throat> you should look at my Flickr feed or Twitter feed or Instagram feed and Blinkity Love and tell me you want something and we can negotiate a trade or something. I yeah. do barter more than money. Michelle's <laughs> mm. art is very, very cool. Everyone should take a look at it. Yeah, although Gail gets first claim. Yes. <laughs> Since I had to say it was all hers to <coughs> keep myself from getting too frustrated at all of the ones I had to move. Digital mm. art's been kind of nice, although I'm running out of space on my iPad. I need an upgrade. I want to do animation again. Mm. But I miss painting big stuff. Mm. I found these knife paintings. Knife painting was knife painting is amazing. Um, <clears throat> we, I just kind of put paint down and took a knife and, and it's all swoops and swerves and actually it's pretty angular it's me so it's a lot of it's very angular but I really love combining the colors and there's a lot of metallic colors and there's a lot of blues and so the the knife painting and they're they're mostly square canvases so they're like 12 by 12 and so I could hold them in one hand and knife paint with the other and it was just a really I'm while on my feet and moving around <laughs> Mm -hmm. So it was a really cool physical experience, and, and I think they're very reflective of <coughs> me. Yeah, they are. And so it was kind of cool when Gail found them up in my studio. Painting <laughs> out the studio. Yeah. I haven't really gotten a space to work in here yet, but mm. we're working on it. Yeah. I think I found something that might substitute for a desk, mm -hmm. so that's good. And it's narrow, so it shouldn't take as, up take as, as much space. space as the other thing, which was pretty much a wooden island in the middle of this room because mm -hmm. we don't have as much space <clears throat> and there are some advantages to that in that we don't have to clean three floors and there are some disadvantages to that in that we have 15 years of stuff to go through yeah so i have to get rid of some more t-shirts <laughs> mm. but we're finding things that we'd forgotten we had and we're figuring out what's valuable and so that's good i said i'm looking at all of the books and thinking i should read books more you should read books more. You spend way too much time looking <clears> at your phone. Yeah. And we upgrade, or we got a different, uh, our Xbox 360 died. I don't know if we mentioned this before. So we didn't have an app. So we didn't have apps to watch anything on because nobody does cable anymore. We still do cable, but only listen to music pretty much. Yeah. Uh, listen to music and occasionally watch something on demand. Yeah, music choice channels are great. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, they're just, we find some interesting stuff on it. Mm-hmm. We're right now we're switching between singers and swing and um, the holiday, seasonal ones. Yes. Yeah, but I they occasionally play holiday mm -hmm. stuff that I haven't heard before. Um, and, so anyway, we got a Roku a swing TV. It's not a too smart Roku TV though. It doesn't you can't talk to it, so it can't. <clears throat> yeah, we don't want to talk to our TV. No, but so we have more apps, and so I was actually now I can watch Chris and Bert's dance TV to the point show mm -hmm. on. The, yeah, I should show you that because we should watch should. that. Kristen Burt did a really good um, round table about, and I retweeted it, and I'm going to retweet it for Planet Public, which we should talk about, um, mm -hmm. about boys, men, boys dance too. And it's about boys, and there was a big controversy when Prince George took ballet lessons and some mm -hmm. person insulted him. <clears throat> and so there was a big movement, boys dance too. There was an event in Times Square. We know a very talented young man, hardworking young man who dances. And mm. so I think of Nathaniel um, <clears throat> when I think of that. But this was also about a conversation about that. She had three dancers in. And it was also about um, ballroom dancing has switch, is switching from masculine, male and female to lead and follow. 
And so it was a conversation about how to describe dance things without using masculine and feminine as adjectives. And that was really fascinating to think about, you know, how you can say powerful or soft or much more descriptive words. Just if you took the, 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 the gender out of words. So that was actually... And then Kristen Burt says she's going to try to have another roundtable sometime and talk about some trans issues. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Yeah. All right. We are going to pause. <laughs> so I can cough. So I can cough. <laughs> and we'll be right back. And we're back. Before Gail got sick, we actually had a podcast plan. <laughs> we went to see this amazing concert um, called Degenerate Music. Censored Composers in the Third Reich. And it's Gregory Feldman is a baritone and Nathaniel Lanasa on the piano. This was a preview of the performance that they're going to be giving in Carnegie Hall in February. Yes. And if you're near Carnegie <clears throat> Hall, you should go. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's music that was deemed degenerate by the Third Reich. Um, which mostly means Nazis. Bad, Nazis. Bad Nazis. Oh, okay, well, Nazi, but it's mostly Jewish composers. Yes. And it's a lot of songs people have never heard. It was a. It's a genre. These the songs they chose for this particular thing, because these are classical composers, is a genre called art songs, which is taking poems and setting them to music. Yes. So it's um. <clears throat> there were. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six composers, and seven composers. Seven. But six composers who took poems and set them to music. Yes. <laughs> Including Chinese poems. Four songs on Chinese poetry. I was actually looking forward to that by Pavel Haas. And um, the second half of the program was just a <coughs> gut punch to me for some reason. <laughs> well, I can see why. Because the, that's two composers who were in concentration camps when they were composing this this music. Yeah, Thorizenstadt, the Nazi. The Nazis had a a concentration camp where they stuck artists and invited the Red Cross in to prove that they were like... um, Ullman wrote a children's opera? Is he the one who wrote the children's opera? I think so, yeah. Victor Ullman. Yeah. And so while the Red Cross was there, they had the cute little children doing the opera, and then they shipped them off to die. Yeah, they shipped them off to Auschwitz. Yeah. Immediately after the concert. Immediately after the concert, because Nazis. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, it was uh, Kurt Weil and French Schrecker and Alexander von Zemlinski. Zemlinski. Eric. Von Wolfgang Korngold, who Gellick better than me, but who was apparently a huge influence on Hollywood. Yes, because he actually got out of Germany and went to Hollywood and composed music for movies. Yeah, and uh, John Williams and a couple of other people have cited him as a influence. Yeah, and you could hear it in his music. I don't yeah, know you why. Really could. Yeah, it was very. It sounded cinematic, even though this was written before he did music for movies. Mm hmm. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was just meaningful. Owen was kind of fun because he mm. was based on the poems by Hafiz, uh, which is a Muslim um, poems. Yeah. And they were just 
about drinking and love. Yes, and... It, was, it was about, there were poems about someone who had memorized the whole Quran and apparently it had driven them mad. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had taken to drinking and they were just so light and fun. And to think that he was writing this music under those conditions. Yeah, and then it's, yeah, we went to <clears throat> Pavel Haas and the four songs on Chinese poetry. And uh, there was that little bit he said. Yeah, there was a repeat, there were a, a four. He called it a module, but isn't it more motif? Or? Um, uh, it can go either way, huh. I think. But it's four notes that repeat and apparently it like invokes a Czechoslovakian folk song that everyone in Czechoslovakia at the time grew up hearing and at one point the entire accompaniment was just those four notes over and over and over showing someone who was just so homesick they couldn't stand it yeah, the translations are things like that. Um, my home is there, far, far away, so far away. You ought to go home, lost wandering heart. So far away, my home. In far and darkness, autumn rain falling, the coldest moment of the sad night wind from the height of my strange home. I hear the cry of the wild geese. They've just flown in. My home is so far away. And part of what um, Gregory talked about and part of what is so impressive is that those are Chinese poems written in the 8th century. And yet, they touched a Czechoslovakian composer who was writing in Nazi Germany, and then they sit and they bring tears to my eyes here in the 21st century, and there's just something in them that's universal to all of us, and that's the thing that the Nazis cannot see, <laughs> is that there's something in every human that's universal to all of us, and it should be treasured and yes. loved. and. Nazis don't do that. They kill people. Yeah, all of them. All of them. So there is no platform for <clears throat> Nazis. If you find yourself in a conversation with one, just don't. Stay yeah. safe. <laughs> Stay safe. Don't walk away. Don't no. pl- or walk away. No. Don't give them a platform. Punch them if you feel inclined. <clears throat> but don't debate. Don't, don't debate. Don't put them on your TV show. Don't put them on your podcast. No. <clears throat> don't give them a platform of any sort. Yeah. Walk away. Their only interest is <clears throat> harm. Their only interest is taking away things. I mean, it was just... I was sitting there crying. It was like when I interviewed the survivor of the Paris Jewish purge. Hmm. Um, because they took all the Jews out of Paris, Paris and she was in Jesus. the hospital with scarlet fever. And she came back and her family and all of her friends and everyone she knew was gone. And I talked to her, I interviewed her for the paper, and I got the phone, and I cried for I don't know how long, because it was just like, there was so much suppressed emotion in her voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, when she said the date that it had happened, it was, it's, you know, how you think of people carving marble or something. It was like, it was carved in the stone of time. That was how sharp the pain in her voice was. It and, was 50 years later. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> and then there are people who are trying to deny that the Holocaust had happened, and so yes, 
degenerate music, censored composers in the Third Reich, um, and listen to them. Yes, we make it sound so sad and all that, but it wasn't. I mean, the Ullman songs especially, Gregory Feldman was laughing while he was singing them. It was amazing that there that this is so much joy. Um, Feldman and Lanasa recently won a um, Joy of Singing Award yeah, that's for what... this work. And they certainly earned it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the very first song they came in singing was just so fun and <laughs> light. And <clears throat> what was it about? <clears throat> Berlin. Berlin. It's about Berlin. Yeah. Come turn on the lights so you can see what all is this. Come turn on the lights. Don't say a word. Come turn on the lights and let us see if this is the thing. Berlin Berlin and lights. Yeah, because Berlin was really cosmopolitan, really advanced, very gay, party city, and then there were Nazis. And so as far as we have come, we have to be very careful that we don't suffer the same fate in Berlin does. Yes. And we have to take care of each other and we have to not let them remove trans people from every government website Mm. (laughs) and not let them put people in concentration camps and cages and remember that this is happening and register to vote and Mm -hmm. listen to the people they're trying to silence. Yes. And... So, yes, so I've stopped. I'm boycotting Amazon on account of surveillance. And don't get a ring if you can. Because there's a lot. But so, as, so I've stopped shirt wooding. But um, this has opened up an opportunity because now I'm getting your indigenous. I've been following indigenous artists for quite a while. And there's eighth generation and um, NTVS mm-hmm. and a bunch of native artists. If you Google native art or indigenous art or indigenous t-shirts or even go to NTVS and the on Instagram, um, or eighth generation, um, support indigenous artists. I mean, fast fashion is a problem, but indigenous artists are not. They support black businesses of color, support queer artists, Mm -hmm. pass around this podcast, find an artist instead of, you know, spending money on Amazon, just find an artist and commission something. Or just reblog them. I mean, that's really there's so many ways you can support people. Amazon Give them a and the billionaires don't need your money. I mean, you're a commodity to them. They're just and yeah, the billionaires they don't need any more billions. But there's a lot of us out there who need a little bit of a boost. So find someone that you connect with and talk to them, or just reblog them, or tell somebody you know. Tell somebody you know that they should listen <laughs> or look or whatever. So anyway, indigenous fashion. Let's get it going. Um, no Nazis and listen to go listen to Omen and Haas and and if you can find Zelensky. any any um, videos of Gregory Feldman and Nathaniel Anasa, watch them. They're amazing. Yeah, they're doing shows in different places. <clears throat> um, they came to York because Gregory Feldman is from here. Is from here. Um, New York has amazing music, and it's nice to see it go out in the world. Yes. Um, yeah, there were like Welsh miners who started out in Delta, and and the Glenrock Carolers who have yeah. been going for like a hundred and eighty years. Yeah, York has a really strong tradition of music, and 
It's one of its saving graces. It is. <laughs> All right. So do your own art or just work hard at something you love because that's really all that matters um they don't genius is really just working hard at something that you want to work at Mm -hmm. um and don't let anybody tell you any different because i will tell them different (laughs) (laughs) okay well thanks for listening we are team you um we'll be back next week and hopefully gail will be more in voice yes so this is michelle this is Gail. And um, take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.